0: What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Wayne, a.k.a. the Benoit Boy. This is another edition of the Benoit Boy Files. Um, It's early Monday morning. It's after Mother's Day. First and foremost, all the the mothers out there, the single moms, married moms, baby moms. Whether if you can't have kids or you got pets, you can't have a parent. You know, I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. But today, I'm going to talk about, of course, my team, Philadelphia Eagles, and there is a couple of things that's been popping off out there on the the rumor wire that I want to kind of like put my two cents worth in to kind of like see whether or what exactly they're going to do. Um, so according to Philly radio station. Sports Talk radio station, uh, 94WIP, the Eagles have put down an offer sheet for Jadavion Clowney. Now, they didn't reveal how much they're paying a the man. Now, I know that Clowney won at least $18 million a year. Now, that's a lot of money for, for a defensive lineman. And the thing about it is, is that if they do it, that pretty much definitely signals that that the Eagles are going all out this year. Because Clowney is, when when Clowney's right, he is a game changer. Because there's not too many guys in the league that is that, that big and that fast. I mean, this guy ran like a 4-3-8 and a 40-yard dash for a defensive lineman. That's crazy. So, we all know about his physical attributes. The one thing that's always been his downfall is a couple things. One is his lack of focus from time to time. Like, like he'll, he'll play up for the big games. But if we're playing against a scrub team, he kind of just fizzles out. You add that, along with that Clowney has been hurt quite a bit, but you've seen what he's done, especially, you know, when he played against the Eagles, when he kind of did that little, you know, that little questionable cheap shot, the Carson Wentz that put him out the game, and not to mention, he did kind of it us Eagles fans and totally disrespected the city of Brotherly love so why would Howie Roseman want to go ahead and go through all this trouble and the answer is simple Howie Roseman applies the same philosophy as what Amy Reed has been preaching and that you win everything at the line of scrimmage. So with that being said, I guess he feels that he feels a little bit more comfortable if he can have a guy like Clowney on one side, BG and Barnett rotate amongst, amongst each other. Then you're in, of course, a defensive tackle rotation with Cox Paige and Hassan Ridgeway and Malik Jackson. It's a formidable bunch. That's a lot of money that you invested in your defensive line position. If Clowney does sign, now still doesn't make cornerbacks. It makes it, I guess, more promising, Saying that you got. Darius slay on one side, I pretty much hold the fourth down, but it does bode the question about who's going to be the cornerback on the other side. So, that's a question that only the brain trust along with Coach Peterson can figure out. Now, I'm just thinking that this is not gonna happen. I mean, and I'm not saying it's not gonna happen because of the, um, or the backhanded comments that uh, Clowney has said about the city of Philadelphia. I just think from a standpoint that you go ahead and pay this man 18 million a year Which you could have got him, I would say maybe, maybe a little bit cheaper. But I think my this that you could have got, definitely could have got an impact player um, with DeAndre Hopkins whenever he was out there, but chose not to. So those are kind of like some of the things from that particular situation that I am a little. You know, scratching my head over. Now, I mean, if they pulled off and they do sign clowning, it would be kind of funny. Not funny as in ha-ha, but funny as in ironic. What do you think Carson Wentz going to do? Is he, he, I mean, I know he's a Christian. He may welcome a man with open arms, but he probably would say, you know, you know that was a dirty hit that you hit me. And then we be all water under the bridge. If does come, I think he I think he'll I want remember it this way, I would hope he'll be mad enough. He's gonna have to be. I mean, if whether it was a one year deal or a two year deal, um, you know, he's gonna have to say, hey Philly, you know, I know I, I talk trash about y'all, but I'm sorry and this, that, and the other. So we'll see about that particular rumor. Now, another one that's been put out there quite a bit is that Jason Peters wants to come back to film to potentially finish his career. Now, I saw some training videos with the bodyguard on Twitter. Now, as you see, the man still got the quick feet. Still got the the some some good speed for a man his size. But it does kind of bode the question on um, whether if the Eagles want to really go through signing Jason Peters. Now, I know he wants to come back because he loves playing for the city of city of Philadelphia. He's a personal friend of both Howie Roseman and, and the owner, Jeffrey Lurie. He has such a great report with Coach Peterson and, of course, Carson Wentz. So, so with that being said, will they sign Jason Peters? And if they do... This kind, of, this kind of kind of puts a backhanded slap to the face to uh, Andre Dillard, who was drafted to be Peters' successor. So they draft Jason Peters. What does that say about Andre Dillard? Was it a waste of a pick? Does it say that he's not ready yet? I mean, these are some of the questions that you have to kind of like have to say, hey, what the hell, man? I know that Dillard kind of got into a little bit of a verbal spat with Derek Barnett last year to the point that Coach Peterson had to tell Dillard to take a walk. Then, of course, you crush the boy's psyche. When we try to put him out on the right side, whenever Lane Johnson was hurt, and then he just got beat up bad. And here's the thing, Dillard is an old rookie. And what I mean by that is that, you know, he did his full four years at Washington State. I believe I think that's the college he went to. So he's 25 right now. And this contract is only good until 2022. So, if we do sign Peters, you know Peters is going to say, Hey, if you guys are going to sign me, I'm starting. So, it kind of, again, kind of bows the question. Will they re-sign Peters? Will they go ahead and put him out there as a the starting left tackle? Or will Andre Dillard start? A lot of questions put out there there Eagles fans. Just saying. Now I just recently read of the white team sports apps that Ruben Frank had a couple of predictions and just some assessments as far as the state of the Eagles. Now he kind of made one prediction that kind of kind of scratch my head a little bit and I don't really really see that happening. He predicts that Greg Ward is going to catch over 70 70 balls this year. Now, I'm not saying that Greg Ward can't do it. I mean, he was a definite baller. And then when the Eagles were coming down the stretch, he was he was pretty much the go-to guy. So, but with the return of, De- of Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey eventually going to be coming back whenever he comes back with a Liz Franck injury. Um, and of course, you have first round draft pick Jalen Reed. I'm not really banking on um, Quez Watkins and John Hightower yet because if you look back at, 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 at the history of the NFL, Very few wide receivers who are drafted late, very few, have been uh, a big-time plus. Not saying it can't happen because, you know, you look at a guy like, you know, Antonio Brown. He was drafted in the fifth round or sixth round, believe. Julian Edelman, seventh-round draft pick. So, not saying that it can't happen. But it's very difficult. Very difficult for that to happen. So... I would think... That... Hightower, Perez Watkins... More than likely would probably be... um, Practice squad guys... You know, coach them up really good. And then maybe... They could be ballers down the line. Yeah, kind of like take a page out of Greg Ward. Because I don't see Greg Ward catching 70 balls. But I do see Greg Ward definitely being a player. I know that some already, already counted this young man out. And... I don't think that's right. I think that he could be a pretty dang good asset in a four wide receiver set. Because if I'm not mistaken, Jeffrey still is not going to be back at 100% yet. You know, with that Liz Frank. So he's not going to be able to just jump out the gate and do what he, he did whenever he first came on the scene when he was drafted by Chicago Bears. He still has a lot, a lot to prove as well. But we also have to see, take account, as far as um, if War does, let's say, play in the slot or if War plays um, on the outside. Either which way, with the insertion of Deshaun Jackson and Jalen Rager, there's going to be speed. So, therefore, the intermediate routes will definitely, definitely be um, taken advantage of by Ertz, Goddard, and I will put Ward there. So, I don't think Ward's going to get 74 catches. He may get 50 catches, though. He'll be, uh, to me, he'll be, he'll be a, like a faster Jason Avant. That's why I see him as. A faster Jason Avant. Avant had great hands. He can do great, can run great routes. He just wasn't that fleet of foot. But he was always good for a first down. And when he came to the red zone, that man was money. So, forget what you heard about about um, Jason Avant being some scrub because he, he was a great player during this time that he was here. And that's pretty much it for now, folks. Cause I have to get myself ready for work. I'm ready here at the parking lot. But I just want to kind of like express my views on a few things. And um, we'll see what happens with this situation with Clowney because uh, that's crazy. Straight up crazy. That's all I got to say about that. But anyhow, that's my time. I want to tell everyone out there, have a great week this week. Uh, make sure you cover up. Be well, be blessed. This is your boy Wayne, a.k.a. the Benoit Boy, signing off. Take care.